Hello, this is Marlene Börsch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for September 20th. More detail on the wheat markets can be found in the written report on the Wheat website. All futures markets were up last week on wheat. However, this Monday morning, weakness in the macro markets due to global economic concerns has all markets in an off-risk mindset. To review last week's futures markets. Last Friday, December contract Chicago winter wheat closed at 7.07, up 20 cents on the week. December Kansas hardware winter wheat closed at 7.12, up 31 cents on the week. And December Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at $9, up 23 cents on the week. There were also some significant purchases and trades in the cash markets. China reportedly bought French feed wheat, Jordan passed on their wheat tender, and Bangladesh tendered on for 50,000 tons of milling wheat. Korea was in for 65,000 tons of feed wheat, and Pakistan is in today for half a million tons of milling wheat. We expect an increase in tenders as consumers endeavor to increase their coverage. U.S. export sales of 617,000 tons last week were at a high end of estimates. Basically, cash offers are higher, and we wait to see more tender results this week. Here are some of the last some of last week's major news in the wheat markets by major wheat origin, starting with Canada. Stats Canada put Canadian all wheat production down another 1.2 million tons from last month at 21.7 million tons. That's 38% down from last year. Specifically, Canadian spring wheat production was decreased by 800,000 tons from last month to 15.3 million tons. That's just 59% of last year's tonnage. StatsCan put Durham wheat production in Canada at 3.5 million tons down 46% from last year. Prices for Durham in the EU are still below the levels that have been paid in North America, but they are still rising and adjusting to the shortfall of Durham production in North America. We expect Durham prices in import countries will eventually match those paid in North America, as the EU and Mexican supplies will not likely be enough to cover all import needs. At the same time, we do not think prices are likely to exceed our earlier highs that we have seen in Saskatchewan. The United States. The U.S. wheat market is working hard to buy winter wheat acres. There's talk of a 3 to 5% increase in acres this year. But soil moisture continues to be a low uh, in much of the winter wheat belt. U.S. weekly sales were at a marketing year high of 617,000 tons, and the majority of this were sales to Nigeria. U.S. hard red spring for October 21 is valued at U.S. dollars 413 FOB PNW at the West Coast, up $3 a ton from last week. Australia. The forecast for Australia looks predominantly dry for the rest of September. And although the U.S. estimate of 31.5 million ton was seen as understated, the current export estimate of 22 to 23 million tons does not look to be at risk by dry weather. Australian new crop FOB APW wheat for December was quoted at $320 last week, up, up $20 from the week before.
In Argentina, the forecast shows some much needed showers for the west and north, but the week afterwards looks entirely dry, dry again and soil moisture will again be decreasing. Fob values for October Argentine wheat, 12% protein, ranged, ranged from 285 to 295, unchanged from the week before. The increase in global wheat prices have allowed Argentine wheat to be competitive with Australian wheat into the Southeast Asian markets. The EU. Matif week in the uh, European Union spiked by seven dollars, pardon me, by seven euros per ton to its highest interday close in a month. The spike was based on the negative French wheat quality report the reduction in Canadian supplies, and reports that Russian harvest acres could fall further due to higher spring wheat abandonment. Further in Europe, it seems that French sales of wheat were made into China, bases a 75 kilogram test weight, which would normally take 77 kilograms. There were also reports of China buying uh, French feed wheat. French feed wheat is currently the world's cheapest wheat, although it remains well above corn values. If China were to buy volume French feed wheat, this would tighten the S&D in Europe significantly. On to black sea wheat. Harvest is now 90% complete. The Russian yields seem to continue coming down to indicate a smaller production in a range of 70 to 74 million tons. Farmers in Russia are planting their winter crops into dry soils as well. However, in the Ukraine, farmers continue to push wheat out into nearby positions to make room for the corn harvest. This is putting a bit of pressure onto the markets. Russian 12% protein wheat for October is offered at 310 per ton, down $4 from the previous week. Regarding movement of Canadian wheat into export position, Shipping Wheat 6 saw spring wheat exports from Canada at 219,000 tons for a season total of 1.75 million tons. That's at 70% of last year's volume. Durham shipments for week 6 amounted to 63,000 tons for a season total of 476,000, 28% ahead of last year. We expect that once shippers have finalized initial harvest period requirements, exports will slow in Durham and stay well below last year's levels. So what can we conclude from all this for the week? We see higher prices develop as wheat supplies continue to contract. The USDA is overstated in the estimates of supply, and in particular in the supply of milling wheat, where consumer coverage is limited. We therefore see no reason to sell more Canadian grain at this time. This is Marlene Börsch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete report online at sasqueet.ca. Have a really good week.